and welcome in to the Empire Dynasty League podcast. This is episode three. It is a week in the making. Today is Saturday the 21st of May. Happy election day to everyone out there who is getting around to vote. Um, I'm joining you just by myself for this intro because we thought it was a good idea last week during our second ever rookie draft to take the podcast on the road uh, and get the insights of everyone on draft day. So our anticipation was to hold the first round live in person. Um, What then unfolded was completing the entire four rounds. Um, And judging by sort of our insights as these recordings go on, I don't know if that was well advised for some of the people who made the picks in the later rounds based on how our insights turned out. Um, So yeah, I will firstly apologize to anyone listening. Apologies for some of the poor mic techniques of some of the uh, league members jumping on. Apologies for some of the background sounds that might appear through, but I guess it's all part and parcel of the rookie draft night. So, uh, Enjoy listening to somewhat coherent thoughts as the draft unfolded and apologies if you do make it past the hour mark. We apparently decided to be a good idea to jump back on at 1am in the morning and record God knows what. Uh, To be honest, I haven't fully listened back over this because even I was losing brain cells by the second. Um, So if you do happen to stick around for our probably first and only epilogue of a podcast, I applaud you. Um and enjoy what is about to unfold, which is the second ever EDL Rookie Draft Night. Enjoy. Yeah. All right, and we have crossed over to the Rookie Draft Night. We are pre-draft here. Hod is, uh, he's graced us with his presence tonight. How are you going, mate? I am much better than the other night, Benny. Good to have you here, DFF. Thank you, Brody. Uh, I am, yeah, not working tonight. This is a pleasure to be with the boys and should be a cracker. And we have got the DFF. The DFF is the talk of the town, and that is because the two of you did a trade. Hod having the 102. We didn't have you on the pod to talk us through this, but give us a snapshot into what went down, how you came up to the 102 DFF, and who initiated the conversation. Well, I'll kick us off. Um, I think the league will agree that this man to my left here is not the easiest to trade with. If you throw him... A bone, he often doesn't pick it doesn't up. Doesn't happen. But on the other hand, if he throws you a bone, he signals he wants something. And he's I probably got knew a bone. I had him as soon as he offered it. I knew <laughs> I had him. And well, we it wasn't too bad. Couple of twos and fro's, and I think on the third we settled. Yeah, that's true. Like I did what I needed to do at the start, like every uh, good negotiator and low bulger. <laughs> Yes, that's true. <laughs> and what did I, I... It was, you know, a pretty even trade, but... It wasn't a low ball. It was an even trade. But if you're coming up, I expect a little bit more. That's yeah, and I, and I agree. So I played the game and I knew what I wanted to do and I knew I needed to trade up and... And I knew what you wanted to do and you yeah, needed to trade I up. I your signal. And then I, I, I did eventually throw in that extra second and you bit. That's it. And that's all it took. That's, that's all it took. Nice work. So, um, 
you're very tight lipped tonight. You've been walking around. You've been chest out. You've. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we talking about the DFF. Here? I'm talking about the DFF here. It might not have something to do with uh, fantasy. Well, I just... think it all correlates. He's he's on top of the world right now, and uh, whenever anyone's been asking you about what you're going to do, you just seem to replay a sound of someone laughing. I don't even know where you got this app from. I'll see if I can recreate it. But while I find that. DFF, any chance you can give us some insight into what you're going to do with the 101 and 102? Green machine. Green okay, machine. I can give you a little bit of insight, Ben. Uh, I'm settled on the, the 101. Yep. Um, the 102, I'm 90% sure who I'm going to take. Yep. Unless I can get a pretty monstrous offer. Have okay. you got any offers on the table? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. So does that tell me that the... Play your thing. You can hear in the background the ridiculous shit going on in the background. It's amazing. Draft night. Oh, shit. Um, so that kind of indicates to me, I'm going to read between the lines here, and I guess we'll know when this is playing back if I'm right or not, but the player that you're thinking of taking at the 102 could be of interest to say someone at the 103, and they might be interested in coming up and just jumping ahead there. Maybe you might sweeten the deal for them. Could be. Could be of interest to the 104 too, so... I don't think so because he traded with yeah. you to go from four to two. I but don't he think doesn't he'd go know, back. He, he didn't know. He didn't know who I was looking to trade up for. Well, I've got Hod here right now. Hey, I can well, actually ask him. Hey, Hod, I am in the room. As someone who went from the two to the four. Uh, uh, we never, can I just? We you never ever, discussed anything about. We never named any players we were keen on. Nope. No, of course not. But I don't think someone who trades back from two is then looking to go back up to two. Would I be pretty accurate with that one? How about I no, 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 swing no, in at 203 in the future second yeah, and I'll but, come back up? But does he... <laughs> hang, on a, hang on a second. That's about I, as good I, as his $1 fab trade. Ben. Ben. Yeah. Yes, Steph. <laughs> Stefan. How do you know... Does Hoddick know who I'm looking to trade up for? I, I clearly think he doesn't care because he traded back from the 102 where he could have taken anyone other than who you take at 101. Exactly, but he still might think he might be there at 104. Do you think you'll get outbid by the 101 and that's why you don't know who the 102 will be? Correct. <laughs> that's yourself, my friend. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and that sums him up with this uh, sound effect he's been playing all night. He's just given us some insight here, but this is... Uh, anytime we've asked him a question, we got this. No. Oh, shit. It's not even working anymore. Anyway, you can imagine it would have been good. I think it was uh, Sideshow Bob. Something like that. Uh, all right, so no insight into who you're going to take at the 101, 102. Hod, what are your predictions? What's he going to do? Uh, I think the 101 is Brees Hall. I think that's a unanimous consensus decision. I know you found uh, the player notes pretty useful on the pod the other night, yep. Ben. Um, the 102, I don't know if he will... I think he went quarterback heavy last year, so I think he might rule that one out. And there's a pretty strong stable of wide receivers there, but also a pretty handy running back. So I'm just wondering whether he goes bang, he go bang, bang, running bang, running back. back. Um, or, and sort of takes that monopoly of the draft in that position, or does he dabble into the very rich wide receiver mm. market up the top there? And that is... I think what's going to be everyone's question, because that's what's got me curious, because if you were going to go wide receiver, why would you not have hung around for four? So I think that something like another running back could be on the cards. That's true. And I was interested by the mock draft. Um, very very good mock draft you and Chris Kane put together last week. Thank you, Ben. Thank and you very Chris. much. It was. It was a very good listen. But um, doubling down on the gang green, can you 
Can you maybe give us some insight on that? Would would you want Zach Wilson, Brees Hall, and Garrett Wilson? Garrett Wilson? Is that two Wilsons? Yeah. Garrett, Double Garrett Wilson. And Zach, yeah. They are two Wilsons. Are you doubling down on the Wilsons? Tom will tell. Tom will tell. But I, I do rate Garrett very high. Oh, inside um, scoop. Is this the new... This is another question. Is this the new Bengals offense? The Jets. They've got a pretty handy offensive line there. The Bengals came out of nowhere with Burrow and then got the young rookie receiver. Had the offense there and just went bang. Could this be the new one? It could be. It could be. Am I am I talking you into something in the 102? I reckon game? you are. I reckon. The best part is no matter who you take, someone will say, I talked him into it. <laughs> yeah. That, that <laughs> is going to be your claim to fame all night. The mock I, draft. I got it in his head. True. All right. Thanks, I'll re- boys. I'll hang on. I'll, I'll, re- I'll reiterate. I'm 90% sold on a player at the number two. Ooh, but like is this. the 10% another player or is it a possible trade-in? No, that's a possible trade-in. Okay. okay. So, so you're, you're 100%, 100% sold on the player. <laughs> on the player. Yeah, I'm this 100% is... sold on the player, but I'd need to get a mammoth offer. And what I gave up for the 102 was a lot. So All right. if you're listening, Manny, you probably won't be because this won't be aired till next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's good insight. Um, and for anyone else who's tuned in to the DFF Maths podcast... <laughs> We're gonna cover we're gonna cover fractions and decimals next week. <laughs> All right, thanks, thanks boys. for having me, boys. I'm gonna uh, we'll get some more people on to give some thoughts, and you're gonna hear back on what their thoughts after the draft. I, just, I can't keep up with the timeline. Love the your work, boys. Ben. Love the new haircut too. Thanks very much. Sensible. All right, I've got two other league members here who are very keen to get inside the head of the DFF. Joined by uh, the executioner's GM Scooter. How are you, mate? Good yourself. Very good. And the Punisher, Papa, how are you? Going well, going well. Going very well. All right, boys. How can you say that? Because your team's shit. <laughs> We're just talking, you fucking idiot. All right. I'm going to say you think you're going well. Oh, I'm going better than your fucking shit team. <laughs> I was going to ask you about the DFF pick, but I actually just want to see this unfold for a bit. <laughs> this is how we spend our week. <laughs> we don't spend our week together, mate. Shut the fuck up. Just, just on Messenger. <laughs> All right, we're trying to get inside the head of the DFF. He's got the 101, the 102. Scoot, what do you reckon he's going to do? The one's Hall. That's definitely. The two, I think it's going to be Laura. (laughs) (laughs) I think he definitely goes with Laura. This is the moment he professes his love. And then he shows her how much she means to him. And well, then he's willing to just what basically... Did he, what did he trade up? Just (laughs) just to show that. He traded up for the 102 (laughs) to draft Laura. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. fair. All right. Well, Papa, what are your thoughts? Oh, well, definitely Brees Hall's one. It's the obvious one that he's going to take. Imagine he didn't. Imagine he didn't. Well, you, Papa, you were there with us at the Melbourne Vale. He did not look like a bloke excited by getting the 101. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I don't doing. think he knows. And that's why he's picking at the 101. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but uh, I think you go 101, he'll go the hall. Um, 102. Oh, fuck. He probably, he- he's probably going to trade it. For the hooker on the corner of Vale Street and fucking St Gilda. <laughs> Not even high quality. <laughs> oh no, it'd be twenty dollars. You, 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 and you. Trade jobs ca- for the top four. Trade calculator less one hundred percent. Any chance you blokes could actually <laughs> predict a player? Oh, if I'm going to pick a player. Yeah. I'll pick one. I'm dead serious. Am I? Nah, like, he's, he's taking picking Laura at the one two to profess his love. <laughs> Who the fuck is Laura? <laughs> his, his new missus. Oh, we got Keeney joining us here. Uh, go, Papa. Who is he taking? He's, what player? He's, no, he's going to take Drake London. Drake London. All right. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so he's going wide receiver. Yeah. Which will 
not surprise me, but just interesting that you'd go up from 104 to 102 to take a wide receiver. I think it'll be Burks. But it is Steph. Burks. It is Steph. It is Steph. Yep. He's, a, he's a retard. He's a fucking idiot. Hey, we can't say, we can't say <laughs> that anymore. I can, I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, beautiful. Thanks, guys. All right, boys, thanks for jumping on. Cheers. Stay off the fireball. Now we've got the co-host, Christopher Keane, joining us as we continue to await the presence of Steve Mann. Is he on the, is he calling? No, no? he's not. Okay. We're, we're 20 minutes away from the great man arriving, hopefully sooner. Um, I think he went home to have a shower. But in fairness, I think he went home to get an Uber here, so dropped okay. the car off and um, yep. he might be in for a big night, which is... Um, which seems relevant given he's the, the main man of the night. He I is think, the main so. man. How many picks has he got in the first round? About seven. Seven. Okay. So more than 50% of the first round, we're awaiting that bloke. Um, but the talk of the town has been the DFF is what I've been asking people about right now. And that mm. is 101, 102. What are your thoughts? I know we had a mock draft, but a, lot cha- a lot's changed since then. Give us your thoughts on yeah. what you reckon he'll do. No, it, a lot has changed. Um, I think, what are we doing the mock draft? Garrett Wilson? The, we went back to yeah, back we Jets, went. didn't we? Brees so, Hall, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I think, look, I think it's Brees Hall. I think that makes a lot of sense. But then I do, I've changed my mind a little bit on the 102. My prediction would be that he takes Drake London here. I think mm-hmm. he's the safe, safe pick. And I think Steph, not a huge risk taker and I think he saw that he went the first wide receiver off the board um, to the Atlanta Falcons so I just think that's the way he's going to roll so so up um, a top 10 pick at the wide receiver position mm-hmm. top running back off the board that's the the one-two punch I see from Steph in a little under 10 minutes all right honest. well a little under 10 minutes will it surprise you if uh, if I give you the maths lesson that that the DFF gave Hod and I before. Mm. And that was that he said he's 100% sold on who he's taking at the 101. So I think that sort of leads, lends itself pretty well to someone like Brees Hall. But he said he's 90% sold on the second pick. And then when Hod probed a bit further, he said, are you 90% on the player or are you 90% on taking the pick there? And he said, I'm 90% on taking the pick there. Interesting. So, so his maths lesson is that he's 100% on the second player he wants. But... He is a 10% chance to trade out. You reckon? Is, uh, well, I mean, it's from him. Yeah. It's not what I reckon. This is uh, from the man's mouth himself. I'm, I'm trying to work out how it makes sense to give up significant draft picks next year and this year to come up two positions to then trade out. Well, he also entertained the conversation with Hod about Hod coming back up to the 102, which made fucking no sense at all. <laughs> But um, so yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't read too I much. Mean, into we that. went over this on the pod last week, but you, I, I'm just stunned if you move up to 102 and not actually understand what you're doing at that position. Well, that's a good segue because we're joined by the the, uh, the winner of the 2021 EDL season. That is the Prestige Worldwide. Matty Mack, welcome aboard. G'day, boys. How are we? Very good. Speaking of trading up and not fully knowing what you're going to do, that's exactly what you did in the first round last year. You traded up to the 105. We, uh, it worked out well for you. We were absolutely sold because you got rid of Mark Andrews in that trade that you were going to get uh, Kyle Pitts, but you sat on the clock for a little bit there and um, ended up taking Jamar Chase. But give us your thoughts. What do you reckon the DFF's going to do? He's uh, an interesting man. I've uh, already, as you know, I've already made 
two trades with him tonight. I pushed a third one, but it's sitting in his inbox. But it was interesting. I listened to your mock draft the other night, and you had him taking Garrett Wilson second for the Jets, which is a very DFF thing to do. Yep. Sure is. Uh, so I've been thinking about it, and to, to Steph's point... Sorry, I'm just giving Matt microphone lessons, talking to the front of it, not the top. There we go. Better? Yeah, much. Testing, one, two. Testies. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been interesting. Like, obviously, being a dynasty nut like you boys, you feel like you've got a pretty good read on the draft. But uh, I'll, I'll give you an insight. Keeney did pretty much all the picks <laughs> as, I, <laughs> as I was on the way home from work, and then I went, yeah, that looks pretty good. Sure. <laughs> so, sure. yeah. But, um, yeah, it's like... With this draft, it seems like there's a consensus 101, which mm-hmm. he'll take whether he needs it or not. <clears throat> and then I think, given the draft's about to start, we can say this to one another, don't feel like there's a second player on the board that separates themselves from the third player on the board. So Or the fourth. Or the fourth, <laughs> yeah. So it was an interesting move, but he's got something in mind. It wouldn't surprise me, given he's got a strong running back room, if he just said there's two receivers on the board. I'm just going to take them back. Okay, now. so that's a bit different because Hod actually said his point of difference was Hall into Walker at the one and the two and just sew up the monopoly on um, the running backs there. Wait, so you're saying don't take Bruce Hall, take both wide receivers and let Bruce Hall get to three? I'm not saying that, but I'm thinking that maybe, just maybe, because I can't get my head around where you <laughs> But you take- are saying that. <laughs> No, my point being, I can't get my head around how you take Brees Hall at 101, which is consensus, and I think you take him whether you want him or not. If yep, you're not moving. correct. But then giving all of that for pick 102 to go, oh, I have player X so much higher than anyone else on the board, I could see him maybe looking at fit and going, you know what, I've got Swift, I've got Akers, I've got CH, I'm just going to take two receivers I think are better than everyone else, and then just letting it all play out. Like he couldn't pick between, say, two, so he's just going to take them yeah. both. I mean, it's yeah, it's an interesting discussion. I think the biggest the biggest point that I think would be the most fascinating thing to do for Steph is to take Kenny Pickett and two at two, mm. and then look to move him during the preseason. Now, is that from well, that- a net from a net value point of view, would you actually get more value out of that number two pick in the draft by doing that by taking him at two? Mm-hmm. Moving him for a wide receiver plus, could you do that in six weeks' time versus right now? Because the draft is very much about, there's two mindsets. There's mindsets of, I want to pick a player that's going to help my team now versus I'm going to pick a player that's going to appreciate the most in value and then moving that player on. And then for the betterment of my own team, that's the best thing to do, regardless of what it looks like on my team in May. Yep, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. I think... When push comes to shove, when you're on the clock, how many people in this league do we feel would actually go ahead and do that and try and sort it out later? Mm. Is the well, yeah. I've got. My gut probably tells me that he's looking at one receiver more than anyone else on the board and saying, I want him. Mm. That's what my gut's telling me, so it'd be very interesting to see what happens. I'm going to, yeah, I'll go a little bit with what you're saying, Keeney, and also with what the DFF said earlier, and that is that. He's 90% sure he's going to take the pick there, which tells me that he thinks someone else might be interested in who he's planning to take. So that kind of leads to Kenny Pickett in a little bit, like, Mm. in some way. And I agree that, like, position scarcity, QBs in the first round. There's only one bloke who got drafted in the NFL first round. Malik Willis then, we don't really know where he's going to go. 
be a shock if he sort of went high in the first round, but you never mm. know. But if it if it is a position that people are going after, it could rise the most in value. It really just depends on what his preseason rap is, I guess. Yeah, it's a good point because while quarterback or position scarcity is a thing, it's a thing in all leagues. And if anyone's kind of following trends of drafts that have already taken place or ADP and things like that, Kenny Pickett's kind of a consensus back-end first round pick you know maybe yeah. middle of the first at the earliest so super for someone in our league to jump and take him 102 whether it's Steph or he trades out to someone that does like that's seems to me like an extreme version of but don't you think positional scarcity Justin Herbert wasn't mm. considered high consensus but super flex obviously changes that, value that, that he doesn't have tiny hands yeah well, true. That's, that's a very but good point. that also comes back to <laughs> that also comes back to I think trading or selecting for your current squad and, and fitting a player into your current squad versus who do we think is going to actually who has the highest upside or who can raise the most in value versus taking a safer pick um, so that's a that's an interesting sort of question to ask yourself the other straw poll between you two I just want to quickly ask mm. do you think Malik Willis will go tonight in the first round yes or no yes I'm going to go a risky yes. What? It's a good one, right? It is a I good think one. it's kind of... I, I reckon go, he's go, on... Go first, mate. Yeah, it's... I probably can't see him... Because Manny's got the 8 through 11 from memory and Scoot's got the 12. So, you're not sure what happens Trades. Trades Pickett, But I can see Scoot going. I've got a bunch of picks in a second. I don't really have that many quarterbacks. I'm just going to take... Willis at the 12 and if Manny's thinking that then he's got all those picks in a row I, I could see it but I liken it to Mac Jones made Mac it Jones. towards the back end of the first round yeah. and then Hod who was clearly QB it's needy QB just went I'm going to come up QB1 yeah I know it's very uh, different no, but it, but first round is just you know if there are teams around there and like you said Manny if he doesn't take picket He'll be around there. Scoot will be around there. Someone might go, I, I really want this QB and I'll take a risk on him. I can't see him potentially fall into the second. But here's the thing with Manny. He's got seven first rounders. His next pick is in the fourth round. So if he doesn't take him in the first round, yeah. you know what I mean? So his opportunity to actually have a crack and shoot for upside, given that it'll be his seventh pick in the draft potentially, yeah. um, that could be sort of where he goes at the 112. Um, the other thing is... I. Personally, I can't see Pickett getting past the 106. Manny's, that's Manny's sort of last pick before Scoot enters the draft. There's no yeah. way known he's getting past five or six, is there? If he's there at four, Hod's surely tempted. Without With his tra- list. Yeah, without trades, I'd probably really struggle to see it because he's had three swings. And I think the virtue of having seven picks in the first round is you can kind of go, oh, you know what, I think this guy's going to take this position there. So, you know, I'll take him now. And I'll just take one of the receivers later. So good, definitely, yeah, I'm probably with Kenny in that, that just because there's one, there's a gap to the second one. If he keeps the seven, I can see him just taking him early and just sorting him out later. But if there's trace, then who knows? All right. Well, time will only tell and uh, time is not far away. So better keep moving. This is probably the longest out of any of the people I've got in. So well done, boys. I am the reigning champion, so um, thank you for having me. I think we're going to get Jim in soon because if we don't, we might not hear from him because um, he might be asleep on the couch a little bit later. So cheers, boys. 
All right, I'm joined now with Tim and Jim. I just like to get rhyming names in here. Uh, we've had everyone else in so far tonight while we await Manny, and we're soon to start the first round. So the question of the night so far, and I'm sure this will get a lot messier as the podcast goes on because you'll know how far into the night we are. Question is, what's the DFF going to do at the 101 and the 102? Who wants to kick it off? You go. I'll kick it off. Firstly, who knows because he's very good at stuffing up the simple. Yep. You know him You know him just as well, if not better than anyone else. So <sighs> I know him too well, unfortunately. Um, 101's pretty simple, you would have thought. Yep. Um, 102... Oh, 101, I'm assuming you mean Brees Hall. Brees Hall? Yep, yep, okay. He loves the Jets, we all know that. Uh-huh. 102, he's traded up. We were speaking about it before. We don't really know why. Um, <laughs> yep, that's why it makes it a great question. Yeah, so I'm hoping that he just picks another Jets player mm-hmm. in Wilson. Because um, you could have just waited to the 104 or whatever he had. yep. Yep. So, the logical pick would be Pickett, in my eyes, if you're trading up for him. Yep. Either way, I think it's but he's, wrong. He's not a logical person, so you think he's going to go Wilson? I think he's going to go Wilson or maybe even Walker. Okay. Yes. You're the second person that's predicted. Yeah. Potentially, he just goes running back, running back. Yeah, because so. he might not rate... Well, he, he told me that he has the best wide receivers in the league. Of course he did. <laughs> And then we, <laughs> and then we went through them, and they're he not. still believes they're the best in the league. Really? So right. for some reason, he thinks he's set there, so he could go Walker. But all right, interesting. All right, Jim, what are, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think um, I think Hall's going number one, and I'm I'm not sure about two. I'm, I'm the same as you, Tim. I think I actually he might trade down. I know he's traded up, but he has no idea what he's doing. So I reckon he might trade down. So the only way he trades is if he wants to trade. So that could make okay. sense. I'll yeah. give you some insight because we had the DFF on first. He said he's 90% sure he's going to take the pick at pick two. And when Hod clarified, the 10% is potentially trading out. So he's got to find someone, oh, so obviously. Either take the pick or <laughs> obviously trade out or just pass. <laughs> yeah, well, so he's, he's sold on a player at two, but there's a 10% chance that he might even say if the offer's there, <laughs> although... He did say that Hod could be one of the people, so I question his yeah. trade oh. partner ability. <laughs> so you reckon he, if, if he doesn't trade Jim, have you got any idea of the type of player? Wide I, receiver, running back, Yeah, QB. I think wide receiver. I think he'll go uh, Actually, Wilson. I Wilson? Think. Yeah, I think he goes double Jets. He does like white people. <laughs> he does. He's so a, he's a I'm massive... just trying to think, who's a white wide receiver he could take? Do you reckon he'd t- trade the 102 to me for Adam Thielen? <laughs> yeah, maybe Thielen. It's a high possibility. Oh, Just, I don't have any, unfortunately. No. You got CBC. So, yeah. Yeah, I've... TMC's white. CBC's yeah. white. I don't think Steph wants him. Because I asked him, are you interested in for CMC? And he said, no. I said, all right. It <laughs> 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 sounds about yeah. right with all the exchanges people have with him. All right, yeah. well, we're about... Under a minute until we kick off for the first round when Manny is going to be here and then Steph is on the clock. It'll be interesting to play this back after the draft and uh, talk on how we were with our predictions. But so far we've gone, I reckon every single person has said Brees Hall for number one. Yeah. 
Matty Mack said he could just do something totally DFF or he go could wide like, receiver, yeah. wide receiver or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Or, but knowing him, he'll try to shake it up and take Brees Hall at two. Yeah. And then take he, the... Yeah, exactly, yeah. Just yeah. to prove people wrong. And just to say that the mock draft yeah. wasn't And then he'll just giggle for fucking 15 minutes about no, no, it. No, he won't giggle. He plays no. live. Oh, you'll, uh, you'll uh, press uh, play uh, on uh, the giggle. Uh, uh, uh. He walked in before and played it while Kenny was talking. Um, all right, well, thanks, boys, for jumping on. Uh, we will see how accurate we are and I might even get you back on a bit yeah. later in the night to see if you can even put a sentence together. And I didn't even swear, so that's pretty good for me. Fucking awesome. Well done, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back. All right, cheers, well boys. Done. All right, well, here we are several hours later from where we were before. It's probably a little bit louder in the background, a little bit looser here. We're joined by Steve Mann, who has uh, graced us with his presence from earlier in the night. How are you, mate? Very good, boys. It's been a pretty exciting night so far, as my tone can attest. <laughs> Sounds drunk. Oh, just a tad, like a few of us. Um, drunk with excitement. So Seven first round picks will do that for you. Yeah, well, we held off for you because you... No, 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 I'll stop us there. Oh. He doesn't like draft picks, this guy. So why are you all of a sudden excited about these draft picks? Oh, look, I'll give you the honest answer. I'll give you the honest answer. I traded in seven draft picks thinking I'd turn them into some sort of gold and couldn't flog any of them. Ah, <laughs> yeah. so, yes! You know, had, to, had, to, had to basically pick some players I'd never heard of. But <laughs> it's a good night. It's good for the league. You know, I'll, um, I'll back you up on that. The host here, he, he does not know one draft pick in this whole draft. I think he used my draft notes the other night, which failed to mention. I didn't make the uh, pod, but I did... Give you guys some material. So not only did I use your draft notes, I used Keeney's selections because yeah. I was driving home from work. So my whole mock draft there was basically hot and Keeney. I had I had zero thought on it. How, how accurate was it? Have you gone back and done a... I think we look back at the first round and we've actually... We got all... Well, Keeney got all 12 <laughs> in the first round, <laughs> just in various orders. Um, which isn't too bad, but yeah, like so. Let's let's go over what we've had. Hang to on, so you got all twelve picks correct, but not in order. Oh, uh, who was out? Sorry, I just realised uh, Christian Watson was the one that flew up the draft board. We had him mocked at the two hundred one where Thais traded up. Ah, that's right. In that pick, but he was taken at one hundred nine by your good self, Steve. So, uh, and then who did we have in the first round that uh, slid? That would have been. It would have been a running back, I reckon. Jan- oh. Nah, he went in the first. Trey McBride? No, he went second. Nah. Jeez, I can't think now. How are we going here? Live on the air. How good's live? Well, well, good. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you which Just one it was. Behind the Give me two the seconds. Listeners. These guys sit here frantically scrolling on the Yeah. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't Dotson, was it? Did we nah, take him went, in the first round? No, nah, no. Nah. He went late. No, Dotson went second round. Did you guys take him first? Nope. nope. Hmm. No, I don't think we did. Anyway, um, while you try and figure that out, Kenny, we... Uh, we had everyone on who was here before the draft started. We had a prediction of what the DFF would do at the 1-2. Just about every single person said Brees Hall won. Yep, he did that. He's gone ahead and gone Kenny Pickett at the number two, which surprised a few. We got a little hint that he might... We, we kind of said that he would have jumped up from the four to the two if he had someone very specific in mind that he was fearful that Manny might have taken at the three. He wanted to talk to you. He was desperate for Manny to arrive before starting he was, the draft. He was. He then went to the uh, the war room with you, Manny. Talk us through what the conversation was. Uh, or can you not reveal that? No, nah, look, I, I think he 
I think he thought there was. I've got no quarterbacks. Let's like call a spade a spade here. I've got no quarterbacks. I think he thought jumping up and I'd get a bit nervous given there's only one starting quarterback in the class. Wasn't nervous at all because I wasn't planning on <laughs> drafting him. So um, I, I, I was actually a little bit hopeful he would go before three because I kind of th- probably thought I should take him, but I didn't really want to. So the conversation pretty quickly came to an impasse because he was looking to trade for a bit of first round value and uh, I wasn't, you know, that wasn't what I was after anyway. So yeah, he uh, he jumped up, took old Kenny mm-hmm. and uh, Byron's uncle, isn't he? And um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I reckon Un- uncle, not his nephew. <laughs> no, no, his uncle. I, I don't know how it works. Either. He's older. Anyway, it's, it's an old it's prospect. Wow, we. So, in so recapping, Steph's moved up two spots, given up a couple of second rounds to do so, to select a player that maybe he didn't want, but he just wanted mm-hmm. to monopolise the situation with Manny Mm -hmm. to try and a little bit of a scare tactic there, which I don't mind that play. Um, It'll be now interesting to see if Steph now looks to get rid of him through the off-season with his quarterback roster. So in saying that, though, I'll throw it to Manny. If he's uh, gone up to the second in anticipation of what you could have done at the third, but you were very high on Malik Willis. Mm. Has he done that for no reason? Uh, well, yeah, I guess, potentially. I, I think the thing is, had he been there at three, maybe i take him just because I'm probably... I'll, no, I think I'd probably get him at five or six. So he probably has done it for no reason, to be honest with you. Because I didn't care that much about getting him. So I probably would have taken him at some point in the first round. I liked Malik Willis. I thought I was going to get him. I had enough picks to get him at some point. So, yeah, potentially he has done that for no reason. Was he any chance hard for you at two when you had two? Uh, not at two. I went to four thinking I could possibly get him. Okay. Would you have taken him at four? Possibly. So if yep. so, DFF listening now who was clearly high on Pickett could have just stayed at four and got Pickett by the sounds of it. But you never know that sort of stuff, do you? And to so, be fair to the DFF, like quarterbacks are pretty valuable. Yeah. So he hasn't really gone that wrong in taking a quarterback. Well, so I mean, he went was... two last year. He's got another one this year. So, yeah, you're right. Like, I think just take them while they're there. Um, to run through the rest of the first round, you've gone Kenneth Walker, or old Ken, as he's known on the app. Luke's uncle. Luke's uncle. <laughs> Luke's guy's uncle. Oh, Papa's joined us now. You need to get off the pot and in the room, apparently. No. I don't have to do Ooh. shit, apparently. Yeah. He wants you in the room. All right, well, as people Naked. are listening right now, Matty Mac is trying desperately. He's just traded up to the three... Two years in a row, he's oh, moved seven. up and doesn't know... Seven. Two years in a row, he's moved up and doesn't know who to pick. He and he ben has... Parker in here naked. Nervousness. So, just to recap, Matty Mac's traded up to the 307. He sat in a room by himself after making the trade for 10 minutes. And then we kicked him out to make start recording this podcast, and now he's demanding that he speaks to me because he thinks there's a trade on the table. We'll keep going, um, but <laughs> the, the first round has gone. Kenneth Walker at the what am I one hundred and three? So talk us through that, Manny. What are you thinking there? 
wasn't thinking a lot to be honest best available that was the that was the plan at that stage I, my my mother as a child <laughs> several <laughs> several pieces of good advice for me one was treat others as you would like to be treated and the second one of course was you can never have too many wide receivers in a super flex dynasty league and Kenneth Walker is probably the exception to that but I just think he's spot in Seattle I rang mum like you guys saw me I walked outside rang mum and said mum look I know, I know your philosophy and it's, it's served us well so far, but I'm just going to take this one running back and then it's going to be a plethora of wide receivers. For Can me. I just confirm here? You just said your mother as a child. Now, I, I need to do my math, but I'm guessing that was a long time before you were born. How no, did no, you no. speak to your child, mother as a child? When I was a child, my mother used to sing me lullabies. She used to give me good advice and, and, and I think... It's, it stood me in good stead. And if anyone disagrees with the uh, wide receiver strategy, you can talk to my mum. Oh, dearie me. I can't handle that. Um, I've got two questions for you, Manny. My first one, you picking at the 112, last pick in the first round. Yeah. Scooter there at the 111. Was there concern that that's where Malik Willis could have gone where scooter clearly needs some qb help was that a was that a worry or did you have an inkling that nah he'll get through to you i thought he'd get through but also there was ritter sitting there as well which i don't mind as another option which i i discussed with hod and a couple of others the potential of trading into the second round to double up and get him too but no i thought i thought and to be honest with you had he slipped through there was some good wide receivers still in really good spots at that point in the draft and there were some good running backs because no, there's I think two running backs off the board at that point. So mm. best available was going to serve me okay there. Yeah. And the other question is probably a, a broader question, but Michael Thomas, mm. Tyreek Hill, Christian Kirk, Deontay Johnson, Justin Jefferson, mm. um, Drake London, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, Sky Moore. What are you going to do with all these wide receivers? Talk us through it. Well, when my mother was a child. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Is that 10 wide receivers like that could be? Uh, what year is this? <laughs> <laughs> the the AFC and the NFC have just formed together. So, no, I, I, <laughs> the merger. <laughs> the merger's just happened. There's... Um, Vince Lombardi is doing his best work. I'm my mom, my mother's attending St Bridget's Primary School in Brighton. No, no, seriously though, I I just think you can't have too many good ones. They got they got longevity. They're good trade value. They're good points value. And I said this off air, so I'll say it on air. The taxi squad gives you a strategic advantage in that I can park five of these guys, leave them there for a year, and then. I can take the whole year. I can, yeah. I can sort, sort my other positions later. I can trade my other positions. I feel like I've got flexibility. Okay. Doesn't I don't feel the need to fill a roster. This isn't a one-year thing. This is dynasty. And um, I don't know. I've probably got no idea what I'm doing, but <laughs> there's enough hope. So I'll no one does. We just had Manny Mac peer his head through the door as you were talking. <laughs> I'm to get this trade done. But so I, I, will, uh, I will just add something to what Manny just said. The, the wide receiver position is the most stable position in yep. dynasty football. But, yes, but the quarterback position in Superflex, I think, has carried its weight to a couple of selections tonight. Mm-hmm. Without... 
if you if you remove quarterback, wide receiver is the most stable position. So if we're looking at those first two rounds, which you had a plethora of picks, you have gone the position that will or should return you the most safe return on investment. Yeah, yeah, that's the idea. And, and yeah, five rookies, I, I took five rookie wide receivers. If three and a half. On average, work out. I'm fine. It works. So thinking about the seven first rounders that you had, Mm. they were originally Russell Wilson and Joe Burrow. Mm. Are you still happy with making the move that you did, even though it probably didn't pan out maybe the way that you anticipated it would? Or would you have kept one of them, played your cards a bit in both? I'm okay. As you said, I've got 10 good wide receivers. I think I can turn that back into two quarterbacks without giving up all my wide receivers, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think this, so, so I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm comfortable with it. In a, in a league where, so what are we? 12 teams, two quarterback starts, 24. How do you good feel maths, that, yep, I'm getting there. How do you feel yeah. that you, you do have. Uh, you can't deny it. Like you've got so much more weapons in the wide receiver market. But if I can go to Kenny's team, he has four good quarterbacks, and no other team has that in the league. Mm. So how do you then approach a team with? There's only a couple of teams in the league that have the quarterback that you can move. Mm. Do you think that your leverage is there, or do you think the leverage is with that team with the quarterback? I think the leverage is with that team except for the fact that there's a taxi squad. If there was no taxi squad and I couldn't park these guys, because next year I think we all know there's going to be some good QBs coming through the draft. If there was no taxi squad, I'm basically going into this season, everyone knows I need a quarterback and they can you know, bend me over to try and get value for it. But given that I can park them, I've got my own pick next year, I can go in with a high pick and I can draft a quarterback. You know, I can I can shop Justin Jefferson and I can actually demand his value and not sort of have to give him away for nothing. Or Tyreek Hill or, yep. you know, Deontay Johnson or, you know, Michael Thomas. Or, yeah, I, you know, I can list all 10 of them if you want. But I guess the point <laughs> remains, um, I think I think it evens it. So I can get value for them. And worst case, I don't have to trade. I, I can hold and I'm, my team's just going to get stronger. As you said, the wide receiver's going to hold value. I don't expect my 10 to be any worse next year. If anything, they're going to be better. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest. Uh, yeah, the biggest point in this league at the minute is the amount of teams that think they can compete and win this year or mm. next year. That's the biggest talking point, I think, because as you said, Manny, like if if you've got a sort of a choice where you go right, well, I'm gonna I want to compete and I want to make playoffs. So if I'm gonna do that, I need a QB, but I don't have to. I, I can wait a year and I can refresh in a year um, and I can either trade my way into a QB or I can buy one on the cheap. Um, but, yeah, the, it's that decision from teams to go, right, I'm actually going to forego 2022 and look to 2023. Mm. Whereas I don't know how many teams are doing that right now. That's the biggest thing. How many teams are actually doing that? How many teams still think, you know what, I'm still a sniff here to win? And, and something I don't think anyone's kind of picked up on yet, but... I could do it for two years. I've already got two 24 first-rounders that both look like they're going to be all right. I can trade in a couple more. 
Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the, you know, I, I don't. Based on tonight, I don't think this league is about to run out of momentum in the next couple of years. So <laughs> you can play the long game, and that's the beauty of dynasty. Oh, you mean so, the, the fact that we had a uh, a plan to get through maybe twelve picks tonight, and we're currently at. 30? 34. 34? Yeah. The fact that we're sitting we're in a flying. trade room and there's a board with trades written all over it and we're recording a podcast probably tells me yeah, that has got a little bit that's of That's Scooter. That's Scooter's board and he's terrible. So, but what I will say is um, I, think, I think we've all alluded tonight about how important strategy is. If you have a strategy and you have a year or you have something set in your mind, about what you want to execute, whether it's this year, it's next year, or the year after. I think that's really important. If you, in Dynasty, you're either at the top or you're at the bottom. That is you plain wanna, and simple. You don't want to be in the middle. You don't want to be in the middle. So yep. if you not have your. Dynasty, plenty of situations. That's very uncomfortable. <laughs> that's very true. We're not going to talk about life right now. You either want to be a top or a bottom. Yes. That's, correct. That's Hans' advice. <laughs> I've got a lot of advice, but it's 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 not going to air right now. But in dynasty football, I think they are the keys. Like you're the top or the bottom, and if you're in the middle, you need to have a strategy that executes either one year, yeah. two year, moves you and up make the call. Up. Like you're either good or you're not. Well, what's yeah? I mean, what what benefit is there making playoffs and getting knocked out in the first round? I I found that out the first year when yeah. I poured it all in and then I just flipped it. But you ultimately then went, I'm going to flip it now. I can't. I'm I'm seeing the teams around me. I can't compete. I'm bottoming out, starting again, and you're already back on the up, and your team's looking quite different. I I find this the most fascinating part about dynasty, and then also that we threw in superflex and tight end premium on top. Because no one really knew what that meant in terms of how to build your list. And I think that it's just the most interesting part of this in that there's no real right way to do it. And look at the first two years. The two winners came from the sixth and the fifth spot of making the playoffs and they just got Both on a lucky six. rung. Both six. Yeah, so so there, there's looking like better ways to do it, but you still don't have a right answer and it's sort of like just figure it out as you go. All right, well... First round, uh, plenty of wide receivers off the board. Katie's talking about shit going on right now. Sorry. Matty Mac on the clock. We should talk about it. He's, yeah, oh, he's, so so Matty so yep. Mac at the 309. I, I actually thought Matt was... So Matt had two third rounders. He traded up just before to grab the 307 and took Tyler Algier, the Atlanta running back. But... I actually always thought when he sort of came into the third round that Justin Ross was the type of guy that Matt was going to take in that because he's sort of been going early fourth, late third and he's landed with the Chiefs. He obviously top-end talent that had huge outfield injury concerns with his spine and his foot, I think, was the other issue. Um, that's, a, that's a spot of your body you want to have injury. Well, he's a, so he's so for those that don't know, he's a, he's a, he was potentially a first-round talent this time last year, um, but he had such issues with his spine that um, I think if something went wrong, that there, there was a chance he'd never play again. But, um, you know, a few differing reports there. But obviously cleared, um, wasn't drafted, under um, undrafted free agent, went to the Chiefs. So um, he'll get his shot there and, and um, a pretty nice swing in the third round, I think. So yeah. um, it's a good, obviously a good fit. 
and Matty Mac picks him with the 309, I believe. So Hod, I believe, at the 401 was pretty keen on him there, it sounds like. Absolutely correct. It was uh, He was the diamond in the rough. Um, obviously, there's... So we should actually throw to you, Manny, because that Sky Moore pick in the first round, there is a massive Patrick Mahomes bump, right? So I don't think Sky Moore is a 107 talent. But when you throw Patrick Mahomes to him for the next four years, maybe five, mm. that's a huge bump. Like yes. it, it's it's honestly like half a round. So I think f- you're also you're missing one key factor here as well, which was that I'd already taken Kenneth Walker, so I wanted the Skywalker stack. <laughs> <laughs> true. That's really true. Yeah, no, no, we, right, we actually right, didn't right. analyze it's, it that the, way. The, the team you land in is obviously incredibly important, huge. which is the same uh, if you look at. I think a couple of picks. I've, I've taken the uh, Devontae yeah. Adams, heir apparent. I've taken the uh, Tyreek Hill, heir apparent. The Michael Thomas, heir apparent. You know, I'm looking at the spots there. And I guess when you've got a few picks, you can do that because you're like, well, mm. one or two of them will work out. But to your point, like you, you actually have, you've nailed both. There were two picks in this draft that had the quarterback bump and it was Christian Watson and it was Sky Moore. And you've nailed both. So it's a... Uh, I know we've sort of talked about your strategy where you don't have some positions of importance with with major value, but there is a real position there that holds value probably the most of any other than quarterback, and you've got a plethora of options. So hit me up for trades. Everyone. That's what he's asking. <laughs> so, Live on the air. So knowing Camo is probably the only person listening to this podcast because he wasn't here tonight, he will be. Your phone will be fucking tearing up after this goes out. So, um, yeah, I reckon that's a that's a pretty good recap of what's going on so far. We're currently, for anyone wondering, at the back end of the third round. If you're trying to put the timeline on this. Manny Mac frantically popped his head in about five or six times to see if I wanted to trade with him during this. I had to give him the no symbol, and then he's gone and made those picks out there. But thanks for for jumping on, Manny. And uh, I don't know if we're going to jump on and record for the rest of the night, but we'll see. Depends how many fireball shots Hod convinces us to have. (laughs) Thanks for being on, boys. Pleasure. Cheers, mate. All right, we said we wouldn't be back on later in the night, but here we are about two minutes later. Uh, Hod, you've had a busy night. We just spoke to Steve, who obviously had a lot going on in the first round, but uh, you and Keeney also had something up your sleeve, and that was around the 104 pick, all of a sudden a trade popped up, which uh, I'm sure everyone listening probably is all over it, but it was Stefan Diggs, Mac Jones... Pappa's 205 pick and Camo's 409 pick, all for Dak Prescott. And Dak Prescott is just doing the rounds this offseason on everyone's team at the moment. So talk us through how this trade started up, uh, what the thinking was, and, and how you're feeling about it. Well, I am I like to think I'm a well-respected trader in this league, and I also believe that Keeney is one as well. So there was always this possibility... Now, I may have played the part here and put a couple of rivals against each other because there is no doubt Maddie Mac. that Maddie Mac was involved <laughs> in some interest in Stefan Diggs to get this stack with Joshy Tassels. So, and I just want to put this out there. I saw his face when this trade went down and it was 
Got was it. it the same? Was it? it was I, I'm picturing like Ralph Wiggum in The Simpsons, <laughs> where Lisa breaks his heart and they they put it in freeze frame. Was it something of that nature? It was something Close. of that nature, um, but I think it was actually worse because he was probably hoping to go back to back, and I don't think he can do that now. But let's let's leave the predictions for the season for another couple of pods later. I um I approached Kenny about this. We have been in talks about digs for a little bit, and. I, it was it honestly wasn't that hard. I, I approached him a couple of nights ago and I put something in the proposal and there was only about three or four, maybe three or four alterations. I'm trying sorry, to tell I'm, to, I'm, to I'm, put I'm, the microphone <laughs> higher up, but you just keep talking into it. Yeah. Sorry. Like talk right into the front of it. I'm not hungry, so I won't eat the microphone. But yeah, so there was, there was the only two or three... <laughs> back and forth here about the trade so we'll let uh we'll let Keeney discuss about how we went about it yeah no nah, it was uh it was pretty amicable i think uh there was obviously that so it ended up being um mac jones in the deal for dak with with Diggsy and a couple of picks so there's a couple of players i liked in the mid second round um which really appealed um in the in the deal so um, I sort of looked at it at in totality. I got Dak Jones, uh, Dak Prescott. How with, how keen he is holding <laughs> his composure right now? He's got actually, the, the DFFs just giving him a shoulder. Not, DFF, <laughs> the DFFs had a nice little multi win, and he's up and about. He's had a couple of picks in the draft. Can I just and say he's me a little massage? If I had have known that there was a Dak Jones in the vault in the <laughs> yeah. trade, in the vulva, in the vulva, <laughs> oh, woo! Yeah, I probably wouldn't have made it. <laughs> Because I've given him all I've got. Wow. Um, so, where was I? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> David Bell. <laughs> all I'm saying is there was a few nice players in there, which I think, Hod, you identify that you liked the, the second round. You liked some values in the second round. And I think that sort of um, came to fruition tonight. Like, there was some nice values that dropped. Dotson dropped. I don't know who ended up with... Um, Scoot, Scooter ended up with him, but gee, he fell all the way to like the two hundred seven or two hundred eight, um, which was, which was, which was a really nice value. Um, two hundred five, he fell. Which is but yeah, crazy. I mean that was in terms of the deal that went down. Look, I th- I think I'd be I'd be lying if I didn't say that the appeal of the deal. Don't unbutton my shirt, mate. Yeah, That's now enough. Matty Mack is trying uh, to get uh, in on the Kenny. Okay, the on, reigning mate. champ has entered the building and he's throwing his weight around like hell is breaking. Like he owns. We're talking about we're talking about your boy Diggsy and <laughs> oh no and it's hurting him. Oh no. Yeah, now he's trying yeah, to. Yeah, I'll trade you a ring for Diggsy. <laughs> <laughs> Might need to cut this bit out. I just got a text from <laughs> no. Lou saying Matty needs a bluey because <laughs> he ain't getting shit up. <laughs> I'll take a bluey. <laughs> take all the blueies. <laughs> this is staying in. Why not? We might need to cut this a bit out. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Shifts, Mate, just we, um, just, the drink? Where's my bluey? Just like you did to Thais, we're, gonna, we're just going to have this raw. You missed out on multiple trades. Did I? For third rounders. <laughs> Cheers. There's uh, already trade, like trade spam. There's trains, man. All right, okay. Sorry for anyone genuinely trying to listen right now. No, we'll cut. See you, mate. We'll cut that bit. Going back, okay. 
I'm not cutting. So no, it cut it because going back to this. Ben, Ben, Ben. Going back to this. Di- <laughs> Anyway, carry on. What were you saying? I was saying... And we're back to the podcast. (laughs) Look, I was saying with this deal, I think uh, the appeal of Stefan Diggs with Matty Mack in the division and Josh Allen, obviously, um, that was clearly part of it. I know Matt was involved hard with some talks for him um, over the last couple of months or so. Um, I ended up sort of moving Tua into Dak, into Mac Jones. I sort of looked at it in totality and thought, yeah, it sort of worked with where my team's at. Um, still maintain sort of four quarterbacks, which I'm pretty high on having depth at that position. Even though Mac Jones, I think his ceiling's pretty limited versus Dak. Um, but I liked having those four there. And look, I think this is more about sort of Hod's team at the minute. So he moves with Deshaun and Dak going into the future with a bunch of picks in this draft. He's got a lot of picks next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it... Look, Camo texted me straight away and said, gee, that's a trade for both teams that makes a lot of sense. Um, he's a wise man, Camo. Um, he's all and over I think, I think I, I think that's spot on. Like, I think it really makes sense for Hod. Locks away the two pillars, both in, the, in their 20s. So for the next six or seven years, he's got QB sewn up. Um and now he's going to start adding to the skill positions around them, which is, I think, what a lot of teams, after a couple of years of doing Dynasty, are realizing, shit, okay, got to sort out the pillars of QB, mm-hmm. and then I can add in the draft or in trade around those players, but need to sort out QB first before I go anywhere. So, right, we'll, we'll go through what he's added around, but before I do, we've got Papa in the room. Just Papa's not happy just with, with that comment. the most confused look on his face. He's like, what the fuck is a pillar? That's that's the look he is giving right now. I'm Get- sorry, I'm sorry. I'm gonna jump in. You don't agree? No, no, no. I, I hear too much praise for Hottie. All year, the guy's fucking been horrible, and all I've heard is how good his team is, how good he's rebuilding. You fucking suck, mate. <laughs> you have sucked. That's why you had the fucking 102. You traded out of it. 101. He had the 101, he traded yeah, that to Steph. He had the crystal balled Scooters team. He had Scoots 102. You suck. I'm, I'm, mate, I'm not he's complimenting won... his current team. I'm saying he's building the team yeah. in the right way. He Give had him a cra- some crap. Can I just say, he had a crack year one, and he's the first team to go, I'm out. my team's fucked. I'll rebuild. Right, I'm out. Yep. And and I this is something you could learn from. Yeah. Because as it stands, go. I've got some things in the world. As it stands, <laughs> look at his you've, face. You've uh, accomplished as much as Hod's team in two years. And you shit. No, 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 no. So have I. No, 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 no. Oh, so really? No, I made a final. That's more. You than made a final. So did I. But That's you know what? You and I don't have a ring to show Doesn't for matter. it. So at the end of the day. I'm not fucking in this for runner-up medals. That's, uh, I'm if, in if here. If I was in the NFL, I would have won a division title. Oh, okay. Well, you yeah. are in this for runner-up yeah, medals. Yeah, exactly right. But, but no. <laughs> Fuck Hoddick. <laughs> Can I just ask? He's in, the, he's in the realm for runner-ups. How much revenue did you make for your team this year that you can add to your team next year? 
How much money did I make from league wins? Is it right? Because you won the eliminator pool. Thank you, mate. And I won two fucking weekly wins in the first four weeks. So shut you, the fuck up, Hoddy. I, I think you're going okay. Um, while we've got the great Punisher in the room, Tom Brady. I want to talk Tom Brady here, Papa. Last year, clearly last year of his deal. Well, actually, I won't say last year of his deal because who the fuck knows who that bloke. But I want to know, is there has there been any con- actual conversation or realistic conversation about moving him? It's your last chance to move him. I'm just here sort of... No, there's, there's been a trade, but we'll go on with this well, conversation yeah, first. Okay. It's is not it, that... It's your last no, chance to... Really, your last chance to move him. There's a couple of teams that... Maybe think shit. We're on one QB away from competing here. Surely there's some some tempting op- options for you. What? What? Give us the update on Tom Brady. All I'll say to that, Kingy, and I'll be upfront and honest, is fuck off, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Thurs. The punishers are in it to win it, and that's all they're doing. Well, so that to me sounds like Tom Brady's a part of the roster. Mm. Maybe they, I, maybe he's maybe call, he is. Call me optimistic, but I don't, or maybe pessimistic, but I don't think Daniel Jones and Marcus Mariota is going to see you through. Oh boy, Marcus Mariota. Apologies to everyone listening, because Papa is the only one who makes your fucking speakers clip out. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? All I'm going to say is there was some chatter about Marcus Mariota by other members of this league. Tonight. Wow. Was it the saying I just drafted his replacement? Was that the chatter? No, (laughs) because Desmond Ritter, I'll tell you right now, he ain't winning the job. Felipe. Yeah, man. (laughs) Fuck, you know what? We've given, (sighs) this podcast has given too much airtime to the Atlanta quarterback position. Because Um, of Felipe. Well, you know, just to fill anyone in, while we were just chatting about the whole Tom Brady thing there. Manny Mack had gone and traded out his 312 pick to Jim for a 23 fourth and a 22 402. So uh, I don't know what that really means, to be honest. Manny Mack traded up into the third round, didn't know what he wanted to do with the third round picks. We're up to the fourth oh, round hot. now as it goes. Oh, it's hot on the clock? No, Manny Mack is. Nah, see, see, this is what I mean. Like, there, there's some intellects and there's some intellects. <laughs> And I told Keeney at the 304, I believe, that I was very close to taking the tight end of the Indianapolis Colts. I know I'm a big fan of the Moali Cox, but I don't think he's around for very long. So I just got the most athletic tight end ever recorded at the NFL Combine to just slot in maybe next year in 2023 and see how we go. So well, we, we, we we built this whole conversation up with you putting the pillars in around you, no, the players in around your pillars, I should say. So let's just recap. You pills. went uh, Traylon Burks in the first round. You went Pickens in the second. Isaiah Spiller in the second. Uh, Danny Pierce. Where was Pierce before? Yep. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Oh shit. Yeah, Damien Pierce. You've also gone Matt Carell. Yeah, just sent me a message that said you want to trade. Come see him. Thanks, thanks, Thais. You've also gone Matt Carell and Sam Howe. So you've gone a couple of late mm. flyer QBs. I think that's the most interesting part because 
You did the trade that got Dak Prescott. You've got Deshaun Watson, and you've got a few flies on the QBs. What What are your thoughts there? No, no, can I just jump in there? Because he's taken Sam Howell, the guy that doesn't eat red meat. Tell me a bit more about that one. Well, I don't discriminate to anyone that chooses not to eat red meat because yeah. I think it's a very good thing for the environment, and we're I, don't, all... I don't do it, but... We're about sustainability on this podcast. Credit to Sam Howell. The only reason, I don't look at what he eats. <laughs> I look at how he impacts how he my sucks. fantasy team. And you failed to mention there, Benny, that there was a little Wandale Robinson in between those two. <laughs> oh, Wandale. Quarterbacks. What a and name. I think that uh, it's kind of fitting that we have this man here on our left that uh, Kadarius Tony mm. could possibly get traded out of the Big Apple. And Wondar Robinson is a little gadget man that just slots in and just takes some fantasy points. But I thought at the... Uh, What's Wondar's uh, draft? I didn't ask you to speak. I did not ask you to speak. And the first I'll, round, was it? I'll keep going. Uh, Matt Corral here. I, fa- I thought behind Sam Darnold, he's a very uh, talked about man on this podcast. I don't think there's any stability there with Carolina. So... I'll, uh, I'll look at a position that is very scarce in this draft. I thought that was of value. And then Sam Howell, he was an early breakout. And that's a big part of fantasy football. If you can break out early, it typically results in fantasy points later. He has had a shocking run, losing his last two wide receivers in the last two years. Very high quality. So... We'll see. We'll see how he goes, but that was my thoughts behind it. And then Jelani Woods in the fourth, boys. <laughs> Jeepers. I talked to Kenny at the 304, and I'm like, if this man lands to me, look out, boys. Papa, you you, you, you got He's something. waving his hand no, about No, no, no. Hodick, I'm going to give you some a lot of credit here because you've taken a guy at the 301, and I think he's going to be an absolute... He's going to be a starter very, very quickly because it's not hard to be a starter out there at the Washington Commanders. Because he's versing no one in practice camp. Who the fuck's in front of him? Carson Wentz. Carson who? Carson Wentz. Oh, Carson Wentz. Ah, there's there's the joke. Carson Wentz. The guy with small hands. There's the joke. That's Kenny Pickett. Papa's been rolling all night. The Carson Wentz joke. Carson Wentz. Is there a worse quarterback? You guys used to tell me that he was better than Dak Prescott. <laughs> he was the reigning MVP until he got injured. No, 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 no. He can't be he was reigning. Not a if reigning he never won he it. Didn't win one. He was, he was winning that that year. Front runner. Don't Don't even start. He, was, he was a front runner, and it, you know what made it even worse for the guy? The team he got injured. Foles went on to win him a Super Bowl. That just showed how valuable he was. But anyway, great draft, great pick because he'll be the starter after week three. Well done, mate. Thank you. Beautiful. Over and out. Matty Max in here trying to uh, get more trades happening. He's just... He's dragged Papa out, out of the here, room. So get out of the room. Love you. Love yeah. you, boys. Yeah, boys. There's Love nothing you. better than Matty Mac on the clock trying to... Uh, and then trying to get a trade to go down. So... Uh, yeah, Hod. A lot going on for you tonight. How are you feeling after all the trades, the picks? How are you feeling with your list right now? Pretty good. Um... Obviously, that trade was a huge deal. Um, mm-hmm. We had that in the works. I didn't know how it was going to go tonight, obviously, with the picks. But for me, it's sort of like you throw in Dak with a trail on Burks and hope that he adds to the value of a Diggs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not going to happen very soon, but that's my hope with that. 
and then there was super value in the second. Uh, like I just there was I had three blokes tonight come up to me about the second round picks and look for trades. That's where the value is at. Um, I took a couple of running backs that I think can have. One has super opportunity to create value this year just on opportunity and then the other one I think could be the starter in two years time in an offense that is top 10 in the league so I am um, I'm feeling pretty good boys I I also have talked to Manny before this night and he was of the opinion of quantity over quality in these drafts well he had to say that because he had he so had to <laughs> but I'm also seeing the truth come through I'm seeing once the picks are made that why that ha- maybe has some substance. So. Yep. Um, oh, I had a question and I completely forgot it. Which is always a good thing when you're trying to record a podcast. Don't ever put the mic down because that's what I just did and Benny looked at me like, I need some help here, boys. Uh, fuck. I don't even know what I was going to say. That's probably my biggest question before we probably end this hod. You took, um, we've covered this a little bit, but you took Matt Corral at the 210. You took Sam Howell at the 301, which I like at that position. You would have, correct me if I'm wrong, you would have taken Malik Willis at the 201. Correct. So the way I read into that, and you've added Dak Prescott. So there's a potential where you would have added four QBs tonight, which I think is uh, a good talking point and probably the right way to, well, maybe, depending on what you think, but um, a good way to have a crack and have a swing at this valuable position. If one of those three darts at the uh, throws at the dartboard hits, it counters for the two misses that you that you may miss on. I don't know 100%. if that was your thinking, but that's sort of how I look at it. So, um, 100%. Yeah. I, I, will, I will answer to that. And I'm very... I think you boys have made it very clear about my strategy around I went all in on one year about skill positions and that didn't work out for me so I recalibrated yeah I I did I looked at the best teams in the league and I very much undervaluated uh, quarterback in Superflex and that's very easy to do when we come from a redraft league where we did for five years Mm -hmm. and we have made you know personally I've had a lot of success in that doing the opposite to what we should have done in Superflex. So I'm very much of, I'm either first or I'm last. And if you're in the middle, I don't think you're going anywhere in Dynasty football. So I made that flip and I have recalibrated to put a lot of emphasis on quarterback and everything in between. I think I can sort of wing on the fly. That's where I'm at. Mm. And it's, I think the biggest thing is you look at the waiver wire in redraft versus <laughs> dynasty and there's just fucking nothing. And so that we're used to looking at redraft going, oh, could, well, that's fine. I'll, I'll pick up Mac Jones, and, no yeah. issues. But they're all valuable, valuable selections and players. So um, we always thought it could take a year or two for that adjustment to happen. I think it's happening now. And I think in a two or three years' time, it'll be... Interesting to see where the league's positioned at in terms of contenders versus people that are rebuilding and how quickly teams will take Hod's approach in terms of there's no point being in the middle. Mm. It's it's you're better off deciding before anyone else that I need to change here or not, nah, 
I'm a couple of pieces away from competing. There's no point stagnating in the middle. And I, I believe that. I know you do, Hod. Um, others are welcome to their opinion, but um, that's sort of how I think the game of dynasty is played. So interesting to see where teams take their teams going forward, um, particularly someone like Manny, who's invested heavily in the draft, and we'll see what he does. But he's got options to tank it out or flip him and, and try and be competitive this year because we know he probably can if he get can get some value for some of those wide receivers he has. So really fascinating couple of weeks coming up, I reckon. It is. And like it, I think the most important thing that you can do is know where your, where your timeline is in Dynasty. And I obviously overestimated where I was and probably because of the draft pick that I was given. Um, but mm. had, my, had, yeah. had I had my time again... Yeah. Knowing what I know now, I would have definitely taken Mahomes at the one hundred and one. That's a really interesting point. Like if yeah. if you had have gone, yeah. if you had have had the seventh pick in the first startup, uh, and it went Mahomes, Jackson, Watson in the first three, would that have before it even got to the seventh pick? Would you have already gone? Am I missing something here? Would you have rethought anything? No, nah, because at my at at that time I was still in redraft mode. Yeah, so I was like. I would have looked at that and gone exactly Beautiful, like tonight I'm was. I was. I was like, I will get the best pick of the skill positions. Yeah, okay. I was naive to the... I, I never adapted to Superflex. Yep. So, if you think about it, there are 12 teams, two quarterbacks in every league. There's 24 fucking quarterbacks. And that's just starting. That's it. So that And then are, if they've got any on the bench... There are six to eight quarterbacks left. Yeah. It is such a scarce position yep. that you can hold such advantage and that probably speaks to where my mind's gone tonight going look I could take an LG I could take a Brian Robinson at a pick where I think they can possibly go into a starter position but I will still take my money on if Matt Carell takes over from Sam Donald that is the highest he, uh, appreciation he, he appreciates way more in value. Yep. Yeah, and I'm I'm a shares man, and that's that's yep. where my mind goes. If you can take something now, like I did with Deshaun, big risk, but it's paid off now. Hopefully, uh, it's the same thing with the quarterbacks. So that that's where my mind was at with those two picks. Love it. On that note, you guys can't hear, but I'm playing the outro song. <laughs> Because I can't be bothered jumping on during the week and recording this, so we've done enough talking tonight. I actually don't know how many minutes this is going to add up to, but this could well literally be an hour. Um, I'm also looking over at Scoot's whiteboard here that says he's got his keynotes written on, and we're gonna we're gonna peel back the curtain a little bit here. It has lighten the fuck up and don't be so hard on yourself, and I reckon they are very good. very life good lessons. Advi- life lessons, advice that you could be passing on to people here. And oh shit, as we do this, another trade has been completed. Jeepers. This outro might just go a little bit longer well, than expected. Um, let, let's, in the spirit of the podcast, we'll uh, we'll throw to Kenny. We're, we're on an outro here. What have your thoughts on tonight, mate? This is this is the other commissioners of this league. It's been a very <laughs> successful night. And uh, what are your thoughts, mate? My biggest takeaway from tonight has been that. We have to do a live draft every year. 100%. It, 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 100%. Sorry, mate, we're, at, we're, at the, we're at the 403 right now, and fuck the eight-hour draft. Like, let's be honest. We're, we, we started at quarter past seven, one, hoping we'd get the first round in. We're nearly done. So 
Um, and it's I think 10.30. That's, I think that's, yeah, and it's 10.30. So I think that's been a really big success. The other big thing is another quote from Scoot's whiteboard is get your shit together or forever be haunted by what the best version of yourself could be. Wow. I think uh, that really applies to the DFF. What do you think? It absolutely applies to the DFF. And um, it, we've, we've actually been lucky enough to be joined by the man that started this night off. And before I say that, it's um, it, this is one of the best nights that we can obviously be a part of in this league. It is our night of nights, and it has been one hell of a night. You boys, for Benny, for constructing this on a... Let's just say there's some substances and everything going on involved, and we're going to throw to the man that started this night off the DFF, the 101. Can you sign us off I can sign for the off. podcast number three of 2022? I can, boys, I can. And in the words of the great Donald Trump... <laughs> and we say bye-bye! <laughs> that Hello, <was> boys. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. So well done for making it this far into the podcast. Uh, this is normally the part where it would fade out and you would be on your way uh, going about your business. But if you do really want to stick around for, um, I guess it's four peanut brains being put together and trying to talk through the alcohol and tiredness of 1am, uh, yeah, enjoy what is about to unfold for probably the last time ever. Here is an epilogue of our podcast. Enjoy. All right, we well, here we are adding adding in. I don't even know where this fits into the podcast. Huh? I'll I'll figure this out, I guess, as I'm editing it. But I'm joined by Thais and Thais or Stephanos and Thais. I don't even know what to call you. The DFF and the Prestige Worldwide. How are you going, blokes? Good morning, listeners. It's uh morning. Good morning. It's it's one oh one a.m. Is it really post draft? And uh, Jesus Christ. We're sitting in Scoot's study. A couple of big whiteboards here. How are you, Thais? What? Fucking sick. <laughs> All right. I don't know where this is going, then. But beat, um, beat me out, you jerk. I, don't no, wanna, look, I, I really don't want to beat anything, to be right. honest. But all right. No, look, we're doing a one am one am pod, and feel like we're about to overtake you, Ben. I no think so. Offense. I think so. We're just going to do interviewing. We got a, we got a, we got a nice, we got a nice drop of Pinot Noir. Oh, Noir. Noir. Ask the questions, you jerk. Oh. Ask us. <laughs> all right, all right. Do it. You wouldn't do it after after that intro of the Pinot Noir. Oh my god, just ask us. How do you blokes feel like you've uh, fared in the draft tonight? We won. I'm glad that we got you on for that fucking insult. DFF, did we win? Did we win? The 101 and the 102. Talking to the mic, mate. Did you win in the 101 and the 102? Of course I won in the 101 and the 102. That's all the listeners want to know. So you took Brees Hall and Kenny Pickett. Talk us through that, DFF. We had some pre-draft high, you know... Predictions going on, and and people predicted Brees Hall. 
Don't, Kenny, don't Kenny, spill any of that on you. I will not spill this just, drink. Just keep it, keep it nice and steady. Kenny Pickett was a uh, that's a roughy. Oh, talks talks through that. Yeah, Tim Moss did. Oh, well done. Yeah, get Tim Moss involved in the mock drafts next year. I didn't have a first round pick in 2023 before the Thayer's trade, and I wasn't expecting to do the Thayer's trade tonight, but. What did he go? Pick twenty-two in the in the draft. The only quarterback taken by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. No other quarterback went in the first, the second. Yep. I think the quarterback's going to be an asset. Yep. And if he blossoms like a nice little flower in all, in spring, love flowers. <laughs> if he blossoms like a nice little flower in spring. I've got a, uh, I've, got, I've got an even flowers. better asset there. Yeah. The flowers blossom in spring, face. Always and forever. <laughs> oh, I reckon they do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thais, talk us through. I mean, the last time we were on trying to fucking record, you interrupted, I reckon, at least eight times. Talk us through your thoughts tonight. What, what have you been up to? Just been having a good time with all the boys. Good time. Give us a great give, time. Give us something more than that, please. Right, I've been having a good time with all the boys and doing a couple of sneaky trades. All right. Your team going into tonight versus right now, where do you feel you're at? Well, I won a ring last year, so like, kind of whatevs. But... Oh, what do you yeah, mean, yeah. kind of whatevs? You just. What do you mean, whatevs? I fucking won! <laughs> There's no whatevs about it, son! You said whatevs! I said whatevs, and you challenged my whatevs, and I counted with my whatevs. <laughs> you finished. Keep going. Back to my whatevs. <laughs> whatevs. I won the ring. You asking about my draft, Benny? Yeah, that that is what I was asking. Yep. Yeah, fair. Because I I did make three picks, even though I won last year, and I shouldn't have made any. <laughs> Do you have a follow up question, host? I don't think you've answered anything. <laughs> to be ask honest, me like a question. I'm, ask I'm, me a question. My question. This is not my podcast, but I will make it my Sorry. podcast. I don't know. Steph's here, and he doesn't answer a lot. But oh, ask me something, Benny. I'm pretty He's sure. Ask more questions, you bet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I asked you the question of how do you feel after your draft, or how do you feel your picks went after your draft, and he gave me absolutely nothing. Hey. Is this a question directed towards the champ? Yeah. All right. Go answer. Yeah, it went good. <laughs> That's why we don't have you on the podcast very fucking often. No, I'll give you a bit. Go, I Steph. want to talk to the DFF. No, shut, the the fuck, look, hey, shut the fuck up, champ. I want to hear from the DFF. The DFF was here. He was more relevant than you. Thais, you've asked to get on this pod and you just yeah. chill. chill. I love you, 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 babies. You blew your chances. <laughs> you blew this. Brace Hall, three down back. <laughs> yep. Bring a three down back in. On ya. Who's your running back from the Jets? What's his name? 
<laughs> I like, I like Elijah, that man, what's his name? Michael Carter. Michael Carter. Chuck him out. He's also dead. <laughs> Say a boy. Thanks for your services. I'm just gonna have another sip of Pinot Noir. <laughs> Is that from a bet you lost? <laughs> <laughs> from a bet he won. Bit tasty those grapes. Uh, Finish him, Thais. Yeah. Finish anyway. him. <laughs> so three down back. Bring him into a team that's doubled their wins from the first year to the second year. What does that mean, Thais? We're going to double our wins again? That means more wins. More wins? Yep. More wins. More rigs. <laughs> Oh, this podcast is going to be atrocious. Thais. Got to be. Talk. Ben's giving up. Ben's just like, no, I'm ben, better than ben's, this. Ben's just having a timeout. Thais. I like Ben. I think I feel like Ben's just like, I'm better than this. Well, he may. Sorry. Made. No ben offense. No offense, Thais. There's every chance he is. Now, Thais, talk to us about Manny's draft. He had a heap of picks in the first round. Give us your thoughts. How I'm many interested. picks did he have? Seven. Seven. And he picked them all. No trades. Wow. I respect Stephen Mann a lot for the seven picks that he made. Good guy. Because everybody in the league knew that he had seven picks. And do you know what he did? He said, I'm taking all seven picks. (laughs) And he did. You can all laugh. Benjamin Barker. You can laugh because I know you've had three beers. Guess what? You asked me if I liked his picks. Yep. I didn't hate them. Who you did know he what pick? I respect about Stephen? What? He took all of the seven picks at value in his mind. Kudos he to said him. to himself, you know what? I'm not going to be threatened by the fact that. The draft is on, and people think I'm going to take this position yeah, exactly. or that position. Patience, just said, patience is a virtue. Is patience a virtue? Do you reckon, Thais? Yeah, patience is a virtue. The rest of the league, I'm just going to take these seven best players available when I'm picking, and I'll sort the rest out later. And I think well done, there Manny. is a lot to be said. It's very ballsy. I agree. I, I don't have the balls to do it, even though my left ball is enormous. <laughs> I don't have the collective balls. My left ball is enormous, just to be clear for the listeners. I, I didn't get that. To do it. And well done. He's drafted seven players, and he's optimistic about what he's drafted and what he thinks he can do with those players. <laughs> It is very nice, Chris. <laughs> Who was your favourite player that he drafted? Uh, he draft first. Oh, I think Drake London is probably the player that I was the most impressed with who he drafted because he drafted him second. Yeah. What about you, JFF? Face like that he drafted who? Buddy Elongula. What's your favourite player that Manny drafted? Chris... Oh, Olavi? Olavi. Olavi, I like that one. I like that one. He went to you, didn't he? 
He went to nice. the he went to the Saints. Who's you? He sure did. Yeah, I like him. You like that? I like that. Another sip of Pinot Noir. Yeah. How many bottles do you have? <laughs> never had dinners, Benjamin. <laughs> I hope this is all on record. Obviously. You're not you're not playing this to the listeners, are you? Classic poor behaviour. <laughs> it's just look press <laughs> play. And we'll sort the rest out later. What about the trade Hod did tonight? What, what were we told? Who did you, Hod what trade? What did he do? <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Get on there, Christos. He traded Tassels, number one receiver, oh, yeah. to the grouse for Dak Prescott. What are your thoughts? Uh, can I just say, did you get this microphone from Kogan? <laughs> well, why? Because <laughs> you're very astute. It says Kogan on it. You, <laughs> you're right on, the, on top of shit right now, DFF. You saw a sticker that said Kogan. Just confirm it was And you just put two and two together? That's, yeah. that's, very, oh. that's very well done by you. Thanks, mate. Now, on to the... <laughs> Imagine, imagine how your team could be built. Hey, John. My team's built for success. Yeah. Our team's built for success. By pointing... Ask me a question. By pointing out the fucking obvious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, so... Ask had, me a question! Yeah, we had, we had a trade. We had a fucking trade. Ask me a question! I'm fucking asking you. Yeah, Jack- ask me! Dak Prescott was on your list many moons ago, and now he is on... Odds, Chris, Chris Ken, do you reckon this should how do you, be aired? How do you feel about this? You reckon? Face. To be clear, you were asking me a question about how do I feel <laughs> that Dak Prescott is no longer on my list, even though I chose to trade him. Okay. I'll ask it even is that further. the question? Just to be clear. It's part of my question. I don't mean to be difficult. <laughs> part of my question is... <laughs> Part of my question is, not only did Dak Prescott used to be on your list, but you sought after Stefan Diggs Who? to be on your roster. Who told you that? I know for a fact. Because you know you, for a fact that's very absolute. Absolute means that, yes, I'm not wrong. spot on. Yeah, uh, like- so you wanted to pair him up with Tassels. And Dak Prescott used to be on the roster. How do you feel about this trade going down? Were you devastated? I wasn't devastated. I was fucking excited. I love Stefan Diggs and I love Keno. And I love the fact that Stefan Diggs is with Keno. Who? I don't understand Who's the Keno? downside. Who's Keno? Keno, the bloke that made the <laughs> semi-finals last year. So wait, why, why are you excited that he's on his list? Because I love Keno and I love Stefan Diggs. I don't understand any other rationale. <laughs> DFF, you're someone who's irrational. Do you make any sense of what Matty Mac just said? No. Yeah, funny. okay, cool. So there you go, Thais. Even the DFF doesn't make any sense of but what I love you him. He doesn't make any sense, but I like him a lot. He's he, a great he, person and he, human. That, but he loves you. so that's, that's He does love me. That's Spoiler alert. <laughs> Thais, give us yeah. your hot tip. Are you winning back-to-back titles? No, I don't think so. I'm going to pack it in. I'll see you at 101 next year. Yeah! No, 
know. For, for fucking anyone listening right now, that was the DFF just giving his... Did anyone get the laugh? I feel like <laughs> Evil I laugh. missed it personally, and I'm running this pod, obviously. So, Thais, give us your laugh. <laughs> go, go, DFF. You got go, the laugh. go on. Yeah, you got, I want the laugh. You got the evil laugh, ready to I'm sure anyone who's been paying attention tonight has heard that in the background about... No, that's the first time I heard 1700 it. 1,700 times. Just like the last time I heard it. Chris Kane's just lost interest in this pod. He well and truly has, <laughs> because... You know why? Because he's got fucking zero interest in anyone. <laughs> yeah, on your bike. <laughs> Chris Kane's not going to listen. Chris He's not so, going to listen to the pod. I like him, but do you like playing footy? What are you drinking, Chris? What are you drinking? Pinot Noir. <laughs> he's, he's bit of nice Pinot. Bit of Pinot Noir. Oi, Thais, let's go do a couple of hot dinners. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna cut uh, DFF and the prestige <laughs> short because the amount of shit they're talking right now. Is... Oh, I haven't said anything stupid. Not you, even. Or you've barely said anything to be honest. Yeah, Thais has. Uh, just to be clear, I'm gonna win back to back because I'm the best. Alright, so Prestige has is, is called that he's going to be back to back. I probably think differently. DFF, how do you feel going into this season? Oh, I think I'm going to win it. You're going to win the whole thing? The whole thing. Alright, so you and the Prestige were wide. Yeah, we're, we're winning. We're joint. You're, you're head to head. Yeah. You, you, are guys, able, you guys are clashing. Are we able to merge picks? <laughs> I'm gonna say no. The prestige were wide. Ben, can I just tell the listeners your hair is looking spick and span? Uh, thank you very much, David. Uh, uh, look at look at look at that little natural curl at the front. You like it? I like it. Is it it's all right. it's yeah, it's very nice. We, what product are you using? I, I Just use the. What do you reckon uh, he's using? Like seriously. I don't know. Let's do this. I don't know. Let's guess with one another. I, I don't know if this makes for you a good muck. I don't think it's. <laughs> I reckon muck is a good chance. <laughs> Some good chance. I reckon he's mucking around. <laughs> Are you mucking around with us, PP? I don't think. Are you mucking around with that old little sneaky undercut? Don't think this makes for a you good podcast. Mucking fuck. Fucking mud. <laughs> oh, well, no, no swearing on, no swear, no swearing on the port. I was asking a simple question. Thanks, CFF. I'm glad that one of you has some fucking common sense about it. Yeah, we've got some fucking common sense about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hear that, Ben. Tell me I was, why. I was just, I was just wanting to give your uh, hair product <laughs> company a bit of a shout out. <laughs> I, can't, I genuinely can't even think of the name of it. Hard, hard hitting or some oh. shit like that. It's, it's done its good job. It's you, done a good you job. You use the same stuff, Kenny. Uppercut. That's it. Uppercut. Uppercut. Uppercut and hard hitting are two different things. They get the commission involved. Don't do yeah. it. Because I remember seeing it when uh, your wedding. Yeah, Look, if this if this pod airs. Am I right? Yeah, right. I just can't, this can't air. Like this cannot air. Why not? <laughs> this is a bonus feature. 
Because fucking Thais is falling out of the chair right now. Look at him. What have I done? Seriously. I'm sitting up in this chair. You're not fucking s- belting cunts. I don't understand. You're not sitting in shit. You're fucking oh, full. I've belted them all cunts. You've had all dinners, BP. Oh, I don't, don't even introduce hot dinners. You know what? I'll be nice for does you. The C word, does the C word make it? No, mate. Explicit is fucking explicit. Pickers. Thais, the second that you you introduce hot dinners, you can fucking get fucked. Thanks for having us, Ben. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for being on. It's been really nice to be having us, just quietly. I'm glad you could be on. (laughs) Thais, thanks, mate. You can fuck right off. I'm very glad that you said that on the pod because I'm going to absolutely smash your head through that wall. Let's do it now.